And welcome to the Lords of Loud podcast. We're just four guys who enjoy a good debate about music. We thought we'd move our rants and discussions into the podcast era. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords. I'm the Walrus. As always with me, I have Lord Brett. He is the Eggman. Lord Kev, he is the Scotch Eggman. And Lord Al, he's the Eggplant. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. And tonight is a very, very exciting episode. Ooh. It is the final of the Beatles verses. And if you've been following us this far, and if you haven't, please go back and watch the first or listen to the first four episodes where we. Please don't go back and watch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll find you won't get much out of them if you watch them. Gripping yeah. television. But, so, it, but it is gripping listening, you know? Mm. Those, I mean, whew, that's it. And if you're still with us after listening to those yeah, four, congratulations. Then you probably need to see a doctor. Mm. So we've been pitting a regular episode on this, a regular segment has been us pitting various bands against the Beatles, and we've been rating them on a very scientific system. Well, we've been pitting them against themselves so far. We've been having some That's right. some leaks so far. So essentially the Beatles already Oops. were in the final. Yeah. And they we were trying to pass. find out who was going to play them in the final. Yeah, they got a free pass. That's right. Okay. I don't know why, to be honest. <laughs> I guess so. It's a free night. So... I might ask Brett to update us on who we've had so far and who sure. the winners were for each of those rounds. Sure. So and, group one first. And please address me as Lord Brett. That's my official title. Uh, statistician. So uh, the uh, first round... It's not going to happen. Was, <laughs> ...was Little Richard, Queen, Madonna and Radiohead. And out of that group one... Madonna and Radiohead went through. Okay. Do you want to know their scores? Or yeah, we worry about draw. that at the end. Let's, draw, let's right? worry about the we score. We might come back to the draws. Yes. Uh, uh, round two, group two, uh, was the Rolling Stones, Michael Jackson, uh, U2, and Chuck Berry. Uh, and out of that, Michael Jackson got through, much to my disgust. <laughs> For the Paul Rolling Stones. Um, group three, Elvis, Led Zeppelin, Beach Boys, and Bob Dylan. Was that Elvis Costello or Elvis? <laughs> no, it's just Elvis. Oh, right. Elvis Costello. Elvis. Elvis. Right. Um, and, uh, and Bob Dylan got through. Cool. I just like saying Bob. Bob. Bob Dylan. Uh, in group four, we had Pink Floyd, Elton John, David Bowie, or Bowie, and Jimi Hendrix, and David... Bowie got through. Mm, some, certainly some big artists in Boy. there. So Boy. based on the scores from those, from those, so we essentially we've got five people because we had a tie in the first round. So out mm. of those five, who had the highest actual point score? Okay, so coming in uh, in in last place in tied is it tied fifth? If you if you have a one, two, and three, and then both the tied, they're not both tied for fourth. They're both tied for fifth. What is well, Snoozeville? Tied for fourth. Tied the, for fourth. Hang on. Three and three. then they're in, actually sixth. In sixth point, sixth place is a band called <laughs> Fuck You, Kev. Uh, but yeah, sorry, Madonna and Radiohead both scored seventy-five points. That's a lot, Kev. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're the lowest. Lowest scoring. Okay. Uh, above them by nine points, uh, Michael Jackson at eighty-four. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan, one higher, second place at 85, leaving David Bowie at with a score of 87.75. It's Bowie. 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 
<laughs> so, okay, so based purely on that raw score, we're saying that David Bowie is the number one contender to take on the Beatles. Is everyone <clears throat> yes. okay with that? I'm just not okay with that. All right, here it is. What we've done is the World Cup, okay? So we've all gone through into the second round. We've got through the group stages. Usually in the World Cup, you would now have the knockout round and we would all just be playing against one another, right? <laughs> but that's too boring. But that's too, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what we're, what we're saying now is we're just going to go Beatles against whoever's next. Mm-hmm. Are there any acts we haven't considered, you know, yeah. as a... So, just, know, so to spice things up, let's have the opportunity to throw in some wild cards and see if they can take on Bowie hmm. to take on the Beatles. Yeah. So who wants to kick us off with someone yeah. they believe yeah, we've, 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 we've completely <laughs> overlooked? I was close to it. I, I think Adele. Uh, no. Adele. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we had a shortlist, didn't we? We did think about this before, and we thought maybe Prince wasn't has, if he hasn't appeared so far. Yep. So you give us your of, Prince. Give us your sort of spiel on give Prince. Me, give me a Prince. Give me a Prince. <laughs> If you will, well, well, yeah. well uh, I mean, I mean, uh, you can't discount his musicianship, sure. right? He's multi-instrumentalist, multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. extremely talented. And yeah. in fact, for some of his albums, it was only him, right? Um, uh, critical claim, yes and no. Mixed, mm-hmm. mixed, mixed. Um, uh, experimental. Uh, I mean, he he really did a lot of funk mm-hmm. um, and watered it down to a bit of disco at some point. Uh, but he he didn't go through a folk rock period, true, <laughs> or a metal period, <laughs> or a metal period, mm-hmm. um, or a country it's, period. His solos are very metal. Mm, yeah, sure, in his rock songs. Yeah, yeah. Com- he, he, he did rock. I mean, he, he did pop. He did R and B. He did pop songs. He did, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't think he, he sold the records that some of the other people we're talking about here sold. No, no, and that's probably a good thing. Yeah. So I, I so I still think uh, Mr. Bowie would uh, would beat him, right? Street cred alone. I mean, weird costumes, yeah. But street cred. <laughs> street cred. <laughs> well, it depends it? the street you're on, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's always these qualifiers with. Uh, yeah, that's right. There is. There is. You know. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing him out there as an option. I don't know if there's yeah, anyone and else. And it's a good option because he know. certainly... He what certainly I did was, I said this before, there. I said that what I did was I went down the top seller list because I wanted to find someone mm. that I could relate to in that. And he kind of is in the third echelon of the, you know, the billions upon billions of records. He's like category three. So, you know, no, it's not by the same standard you know the Madonna's mm. or you know the Beatles but um, yeah it's not a massive massive seller and, and he's, he's in the halls of fames and he's you know mm. had that career progression and all those other categories he's, he's, he would score very highly on you know artistic ability and all that type of stuff so and right. he played in the ring with electrocuted himself yes exactly <laughs> you know you know, that's, that's an achievement and he could play guitar with a pair of high heels on as well he's also played at Eaton's Hill I don't know if you guys know really no 
way. Yeah, yeah. Friend of mine, friend of mine at work. What? He was playing in some other venue in Brisbane, and there was a rumor of a show afterwards. And it turned out he was playing at Eaton Hill, and wow. he ended up playing there between two and six in the morning. Like, what? I'm going to say five hours now, but. Um, yeah, man. I, the way she tells it, it was just the most incredible thing. They they they, they rocked up at, at Eaton's. It was just a terrible venue mm. in the middle mm. of nowhere. And um, yeah, right here in Brisbane. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Al, do you have someone you would throw in? Well, look, I'll just say with Prince as well, in terms of record sales, Purple Rain was 25 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, same category as like Queen's Greatest Hits. Um, you too, the Joshua Tree. So, mm-hmm. isn't it the thing though that that part of that critical acclaim? Britney Spears, baby, one more time. <laughs> it's on our rotation at the uh, at the Owl House. Even even beat Elton John's greatest hits. There you go. And again, mm-hmm. depends what category you look at. The one I scrolled through today put um, Rihanna above Prince. <gasps> you know, so I mean, it's kind of hard it's to terrible. But but isn't the case that? Prince didn't start anything. He built on... Nah, nah, it's not true. Really? Nah, he was an innovator. There wasn't music like... Um, and there still isn't music like Prince made music. And that's the one thing I love about him. He's iconoclastics. He's got his own path. Okay. I, I, would, I would say that. I'd back Kev up on that. Uh, and certainly from a production point of view, I think he... I mean, it, song structure as well, he did certainly play it around with... If anything, he, he, he perfected what was started with that soul funk and made it a popular but still artistic endeavor essentially yeah. like he, he maintained like, credibility yeah. while still having hits in that yeah. sort of soul funk pop era uh, yeah just call it prince music prince music I think yeah exactly it's a bit like bowie i mean and again he's an artist in that bowie sense he's like a, so that's what i feel yeah like i mean I, i'm i'm made a success out of something having said that i'm not pretending he's anything in the bowie category of innovation because i think at some point it's like someone stands for you know so bob dylan stands for folk protest songs right Mm. you know yes there are other people in that category but you know you'd be hard pressed to say well one person comes to mind that's him um uh psychedelic rock or prog rock you go pink floyd okay you know they're certainly you know, they're one of the band. They're one. You know, does Prince fall into that category where you go, oh, of course, it's only Prince? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's you know um, imitators and there's um, people he's imitated, um, but yeah, for me, like he, he he just rises above. And I was thinking this before, like, can you think we're of a period where really did show that? talking here, talking here? I'm just saying, <laughs> no, no, because I think that's interesting. But at what period do you think? That was a case where you know he really rose above or stood out as different from. Oh, I read Sign of the Times for me, like and Love Which Sexy. Sign of the Times, Love Sexy. So what? Uh, I'm not, year. So, so what year? Oh, I was in about fifth year. Um, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yeah, so you're talking late late eighties, uh, right. you know, okay. late eighties, and um, he was just doing something that was way different from you know most most other acts that were breaking through, and he'd you know done a lot of groundwork and albums that don't get a lot of recognition to this day, you know, before all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like his dedication to who he was going to become, like I always thought that was incredible, and the fact that he could um, 
connect musically with all of like <laughs> the guys that I knew and girls as well at, at school in the West Coast of Scotland. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was amazing because <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's just so far and removed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it, you know, anyway. Well, I guess I think, I, think we, I think probably it's been a too long time. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, that's all right. Would, would that's be, a good. That's a good entry. Yeah. I mean, he's got so the musicianship, and as you're saying, yeah. he, he there's album sales, there's sort of recognition. Yeah, he's one of those artists. That's, again, he's always somewhere in that top twenty, you know, Rolling Stone lists of, of artists of all time type thing and whatever. So. Whereas we we put Nirvana in now, Nirvana. Okay, you'd say, well, they were one of the few bands you would think of when you think of grunge, and they. Probably sold a shitload of Nevermind. Um, a shitload of what, right? Of albums. Oh. Hey. Very yeah. funny. Oh, geez. He's <laughs> quick. Dad jokes um, uh, but it seemed an incredibly short career. Yeah, well, they're in the Jimi Hendrix sort of category, aren't they? Where yeah, it's, something happened, I don't know. It was just album, 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 and then, and then they stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mental. Some abrupt. Fell, fell yeah, off yeah, the yeah. So, so that limits their long. success, right? Because And their ability to be a serious contender here because, like Jimi Hendrix, Flash in the Pan, really awesome, and who knows what happened if he had stuck around. Same with... with I think they're really innovators. So. Yeah, I don't think there was enough innovation there. They're definitely popularity and see. I think you know, there was something they, they did because, like, if you listen to first albums, like, I think um, I think just like needs that. to be contentious. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I suggested this as well, so I need to back it up. And I think mm. they were innovators in the sense that you know they just took a type of sound that was begging to be heard, like, and 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 just gave it that twist, that extra grunt that got it to the forefront, and made it popular and it was only when you went back and listened to the other albums you realised how punk a band they were mm. um, and to take that um, into mainstream made them massive innovators you know and, and you know just to, to, to layer on some pop sounds on top of a really really hard dirty sort of band sound um, that hadn't really been done before and that was reflected really in something like Teen Spirit breaking through it's not a it's not a complete <clears throat> accident that that happened yeah, I mean I- well, they did have Giffen behind them at that stage. Yeah. So. yeah it wasn't Giffen's idea. I don't mean, they were really no, no, he wasn't on stage, man. He wasn't on stage. No, but they had the push behind them, though. I mean, there are other bands like Mudhoney at the time who had a similar scene on, but they, they never weren't. had the songs. No, no, no I yeah, agree. They did a couple of great little, yeah. um, you know, um, Singles and things like that. Yeah. The rest of it's like dirty rock and roll, a lot of fun, yeah. lot of fun in had, the pub. But they, I mean, the Barna were heavily influenced by like the Pixies and that. So yeah, and the Beach Boys, and you know, and Beatles. Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Right. The so what they what they did manage to do was was to <laughs> was to again, and we often see this. It's a band that can take that. The, yeah, like you say, Mud Honey. There's other, plenty of other bands doing it. it. Can take that that heavier edge but still make it melodic enough to hit the radio, you know, like is yeah. that sort of, yeah. and often that's mm. what differentiates those bands. They can, they can still bring that thing to it that, yeah. that, that hits another stratosphere of popularity. Yeah, there's, or, there's, there's or, tunesmanship. Yeah, tunesmanship, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. You're, but, but on some levels, it's, you know, the story is terribly like Jimi Hendrix where you go, they, they, the both Nirvana and Hendrix were at a point in their career when you could see them going, uh, this isn't what I'm in it for anymore. Mm. And and what would have happened next, you know? Because yep. I think Cobain, you know, was certainly not 
not enjoying himself anymore. So if he had... Would he even have continued? That's right, yeah, yeah. Or, or would it have then spurred off some new level of innovation, mm. as we see other bands do? I mean, the Beatles did it all the time. They got so jacked off with it, and they went, then went off and, in a completely new direction to, to try and discover other areas. Yeah, so, the garden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. <laughs> as far as I recall, that was actually under the sea. So... <laughs> What other bands? Exactly. That, you know, that's right. Very recorded that's live right. in an octopus's game. That's right. Space Rock came Who out. Who else is doing that? Nobody the, else is doing that. The inner space. <laughs> Didn't um, Bill Hicks do a great line about that song? He said, uh, you know, Yellow Submarine, he said, they were so high. They must have been, they let Ringo sing. You know, you think he's going to go on about the, the lyrics and the content. It's no, they let Ringo sing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, I mean, yeah. Okay, right. so, so, so Again, we said Nevada, no to Prince, we said no. That was a good choice because they, they keep hearing Have we said no? I think they were benefited by getting cut off. I don't think they were going to innovate anymore because they were in a track. It would be very hard for them to become anything more than different forms of rock and roll and you know they'd done their innovation and I mean In Utero was a great album but it was more of the same you know um, anyway yeah. alright Brett do you have one that you'd I like that I like that Cave Love Some Love and then he sticks the boot right at the end there yeah. <laughs> Savage <laughs> they're better off dead really That's well yeah. there is a difference between the cut off of Jimi Hendrix and the cut off of Nirvana I'll say yeah. that yeah. one was you know a deliberate act of um, completion and the other one is an accident, yeah. more or less. Yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, I know we mentioned the police. Uh, again, you know, there, there's. Um, you know what Ace Cube says about that, right? Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. Didn't like three pieces in general, but he particularly <laughs> hated. Them. Particularly hated those guys. So you know, I mean, the police. Uh, you, you can't discount uh, the musicianship. Uh, great songwriting, um, uh, hugely successful. Bags, bags full of egos to boot yeah, as well. Yeah. But uh, it's, hard, you know? it's hard to really comprehend it. But they were massive. They were like Elton John massive in the US. Oh, Influencer. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know many people who would say. Yeah, experimentation. That that's that. They certainly covered a few different genres. I would yeah, say yeah. they were musical innovators and music, musical experimenters, but almost on our. Um, like on such a technical level if you listen to Copeland talk about the things he's doing mm. on the drums it's like yeah. not many people sit around going oh yeah I guess <laughs> that's for right. our next record exactly. I'll just like throw some afro beat down <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and, and one of the great things I love about the police is um, the, um, the guitarist Andy Summers um, just the way he took a back seat it's an incredibly gorgeous yeah. guitarist and you know well, I just let the other guys just smash it all out and he was just in there providing all of this yeah, you know yeah, atmosphere yeah. and everything like but, I mean that's that's a very you know but, but not I mean, really yeah. to the point is it but I love them I mean that they some oh, of yeah. the first place. albums there's, there's some little great punk tracks you know oh, yeah. I mean you know so, you, I can take and leave the 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 Jamaican influence, mm. the reggae influence, but um, but oh yeah, and 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 their their final album, Synchronicity, I thought had some awesome tracks on it. Had some absolute stinkers as well, uh, where they let Stuart Copeland <laughs> sing. I don't think I didn't know about that. Sing some, and 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 even I think even Gort, what's the other guy's name? Andy. Who's the guitarist? Andy. Andy, yeah, I think mm. even he sings a song, and it's like wow, okay, that's a great album, except for those terrible tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. 
yeah, I don't think many people sit around going, yeah, yeah, let's be like the police. Yeah, how mm. inspirational are they, you know? Yeah. So, so, so again, like the third day. Depends on the street. Street, okay. <laughs> in your street? There's lots not of, my street. Not your street? No. Okay. I mean, the one thing... I've they, heard there are streets. So. The one thing they did was... They they show that you can make a lot of noise with a three piece. Oh yeah, you know, incredible. And, and have and have massive careers. I, I'm trying to think of another three piece that had such a such a big career and and covered you know that many genres and and sort of you know it's hard to think of other. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, Nirvana. Yeah, Jimmy Hendrix experience. <laughs> yeah, Cream. Adele. I oh, know. <laughs> Yeah. And they're all two friends. They're all friends, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Al, did you have one you want to throw? Um, I know you mentioned Kraftwerk. Yeah, well, there were two. One I was thinking, I think it was Kraftwerk, and the other one was uh, uh, Frank Zappa. Actually, I should thought of three. James Zappa. Brown as well. So. James Brown, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Zappa. I'm largely a Zappa virgin, so... Yeah. I only it really, shows if you're suggesting. I think it's going to steal. No, no, no. Like in the, like <laughs> I'm thinking one category in particular, or two. Well, one would be musicianship. Yes, great musician. Um, yeah. Because not just Frank, but you know the mothers. Mm. Um, yeah, phenomenal musicians. Mm. Absolutely, multi instrumentals. Um, and in terms of creativity, experimentation, experimentation, just through the roof. Uh, you almost like put yeah. that down to like productivity as well, just like whatever um, creativity they had, just multiply it by five compared yeah. to most art, just in terms of output and songs. Yeah, and I think it was, uh, it, it, it seemed like almost an album a year until he died, mm. and then another oh, 30. Amazingly prolific, death. yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. But you're um, right, but in the popularity commercial success, yes. you know, yes. he, he, he scores poorly career yeah. achievement um, well, wasn't for everyone whereas um, I imagine that, that a lot of people would say he's influential I imagine that critical claim there'd be lots, critical lots claim, of people mixed, mixed but mixed the, yeah but a mixed yeah. bag because I imagine you know some very middle of the road people just can't even come anywhere near it yeah even, well, though, even though for me he did enough you know, he covered enough genres that that if you can't find something that he did that you can. Yeah, you I think I think that's the problem. Is that I think people try to find something in his work that's just not there. Like there's there's no doubt it's heavily ex experimental, mm. and he's trying mm. all kinds of things. Yeah, but just because you're trying it, yeah, 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 doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> no, but he, I think uh, well, I only listened to his first two albums the other day. Like, like it's a, you know, he's a name that I've heard for decades. Going, oh yeah, well you know, Zappa, Zappa, you know, read interviews and stuff, and but it was always so difficult to track down an album, and then having found an album, go, I think I want to buy the whole thing, um, <laughs> because you're right, there'd be you know, a lot of experimentation, but then a lot of crap that would come with it. Mm. But listening to just the first two albums the other day, and a few other bits and pieces. I guess there were like the hits or singles, whatever. Okay. Um, it's just like, oh, you know, he really nailed that. Like yeah. he didn't have a whole album of whatever it happened to be. Mm. It's like, no, oh, that's actually just a really decent song. It's got some yeah. quirky lyrics, but no stranger than, you know, any number of other bands that have done it. So I think there was stuff there. It's just that it was just like, mm. from what I can tell, it was more the opinion was just like, what would I keep on doing what I've already done? So mm. it's just like, done that, yep. Or, you know, I think this is the best way to express this idea. And then, you know, I've got this other idea that's uh, 180 degrees in the opposite direction. Yeah. 
um, yeah, so if you're some after, if you're, looking, song. if you're looking yeah, for consistency, yeah, yeah. where you oh, go, yeah. oh, I love that. Is the album like that? The rest of the album like that? And maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yes. I mean, he obviously fell down on the popularity yeah. stakes, and I think it was someone from the original lineup of the Mothers when asked, you know, is Frank Zappa a genius? He said, well. Yes, but I'd have to say musical genius. You've got to have musical in there, because if he was a genius, we would have he would have kept the original band together, yes. and would all be rich and successful. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so we've shot him down. Who was your next one? Uh, Kraftwerk. Kraftwerk. So, well, it's going to be a similar thing there with highly experimental, highly influential, but I think highly popularity. influential. I wouldn't say all that, all that experimental. Like there is, with it, within the con- constraints of the instruments that they're using and the sound that they're going after, they explored that in different ways. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you listen to. Uh, like their fourth studio album, which is kind of their first as a as a proper proper band. Listening from that until like the early eighties, it's very it's very similar. Mm. I can hear progression in their style. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of influence, yeah, I mean, mm. it's you listen to some tracks, it's just it's like okay, I heard that last week and yeah. someone else's song. Yeah, sure. You know, so yeah, I guess I mean not so much. Yeah, that they did. You know, a country western album and. A... <laughs> You know, funk album. Mm, what, I mm, mean, yeah. more they're really pioneering that mm. that electronic, or one of the key pioneers of that electronic yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, certainly highly influential. Mm. I mean, I, I think I think they're a well-known band, but I don't know how many people would be popping on Kraftwerk albums on the weekend. Yeah, they're not. A, they're not a well. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be a real geek. People like number, us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the, I mean, the most, um, you know, technical artists or whatever would just cite them as like the grandfathers and all that kind mm. of stuff. And you know, you'd have to know your craft work. Mm. But are you sticking on a craft work album like yeah. Yeah. that frequently these days? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Mm. I've got I've got a couple of you know tracks that come up. You know, the model and things like that. And mm. it's. You know, it, it's all of its time, and it was definitely groundbreaking at its time. It was almost at the point where it sounded just so strange. Mm. It was so far ahead. Um, you had no idea that the, a musical kind of movement could have evolved out of it, because oh. you know it's just the bare bones of something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like well, it's even funny. Rip like... it down to just bits and bops. Yeah, and it was funny. Like there were some bits where you go, okay, I can see where house and techno, you know, uh, originated partly. Mm. From you know that thing, and then you listen to um, Tour de France, which I, I think was maybe late seventies, but it had a little surge in popularity because it was only a single um, in the early eight, early to mid eighties uh, with breakdancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, when you look at it now, it's just like that's a really odd place mm. for that to go. You can see it going. You know, it's essentially some German geeks bashing on you know bits of plastic and electronics and it's being picked up and you know 
these types of environments in clubs and whatever, and then these types on kids breakdancing on the street and mm. you know things like that. It's yeah, mm -hmm. this is very odd. Yeah. Okay. So they're obviously three. Excellent. So they're out. <laughs> so we we'll, we'll killed them. <laughs> Too odd. Yeah, so I, I have a real contender. Oh, right. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, as opposed to what yeah. we came up with. Here we go. Meet oh, life again. Oh, yes. So, is it Paul McCartney? It's funny you say that, Kev. Wings. Because I'm not going to throw that in because I already disqualified him at the start. But thinking about this over the last little bit, it turns out that based on sales figures, based on all that stuff, he's a, he would actually be a contender. But he's not a contender in, as far as because mm. we're leaving him out. He's, he's also you can't enter, <laughs> you can't enter twice, and he's already in the Beatles. That's right. Yeah. Yes. He can't play for a different. Team. All right. That's so cool. my entry is though the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. They're like the oh, fifth yeah. or sixth highest selling act of all time. So they get they're nineteen or twenty on popularity and commercial success. And I will just as a side note, two of the f five people that beat them is Paul McCartney solo and the Beatles. They've had hits in all generations. So as yeah, far as yeah. career progression, they've won every kind of award under the sun. It's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They, they've got all the different you know, Songwriters Hall of Fame, Ivan Novello Awards, uh, yeah, you name it. They've, they've won it all. Um, had, they've had the highest, highest selling soundtrack album. They've had... They've, and they've, they've crossed multiple, multiple genres. Yeah. They were and, one and of the pioneers had, of disco, yeah. so that goes into experimentation and artistic influence. Maybe three genres. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Obviously, multiple, multiples. Musician, you know, written many, many, many yes. timeless yeah. songs through a whatever, 50-year career. Ever. Yep. So they've spent, they've spent some decades and had hits in, in yeah. decades. Every decade, mm. yeah. 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 And they got spoofed on the Kenny Everett video show. Mm -hmm. Well, so, that, that just gives them an automatic. Well, you know, they're, they're, like, they're, they're like the boys. Uh, uh, yep. Just on that basis, they're up there with Kate Bush, <laughs> um, who actually appeared as Kate Bush, um, and Orson Welles. Right. Okay, right. That's wow. it's not. <laughs> well, well, he was just a character. It wasn't yeah. a spoof. So, it's... what category do they fall down in? Artistic influence. Well, did, they're one of the pioneers of disco. Were they? Yeah. I think established craft work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the After popular, the were popular <laughs> disco. Yeah. Yeah. I thought with Donna Summer, you know, Casey the Sunshine Band, they were they were right they there were responsible that. for yeah, yeah, spawning you know. one <laughs> yeah, of the worst right. musical genres. So we should take we should take some points <laughs> off. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's right. I mean, again, like um, it's 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 hard to argue with uh, sales figures. Like you know, you're, you're absolutely right. Like they 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 went through the roof, and then they've been around for decades, and um, and yeah, they were in that movie, and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just it's the I it's the genres that they the covered. Feeling, though that there's something just a little bit um, joke bandy about them, and I don't mean that <gasps> in anything other than exactly how it sounds. <laughs> um, they managed to come through and put out some great singles, and they have to be around and do that. But they're just so mainstream at hearts like 
Um, like Olivia Newton-John is the only whiter person in the history of time. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and there's just something about that. Like, um, it means that innovation is isn't really there for me. It just sounds like they've done the bare minimum and somehow had this amazing success. I know they're hard working. I know they're musical. I know they've, you know, but yeah. I just don't know how you could stack them up against some of the other artists we've talked about, you know, credibility-wise. I don't know what a critical acclaim would be like. That and that that would be where it's, it's mixed. That'd be them, that'd be mean, probably yeah, where they fall they on fall, some yeah. of that. Yeah. 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 It's mixed. And 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 again, it it's interesting in that when when you talk about, I I think uh, the people would be influenced by the Beatles, not. Not just in a, for a particular style of music, mm-hmm. you know. I think the Beatles were very influential about uh, writing their own music, you know, and and experimenting, right? Um, so, so I think if if I think yes, maybe people were inspired to write some disco because of the Bee Gees, but you know that seems a little less. Uh, influential than someone like Bowie who would be wow this guy just keeps going on and on and going here and going there and and not giving a toss and and sure. and falling back on artistic influence you know yeah, I, look I don't think kids these days are going oh yeah I want to replicate those yeah. three part harmonies or whatever <laughs> you know, necessarily the, the string section yeah. yeah I would think you hear it in some some modern artists like Tim and Powell yeah. and stuff like that I think songwriters yeah. like yeah. people who are budding songwriters would yeah. would look yeah. at the melodic yeah. structures and the songs and go, oh yeah, I want to. Yeah, if I could write a, you know, something like, um, yeah. you know, Massachusetts or, yeah. you know, any number of their hits. God, yeah, I'd love to, you know. Yes, and that the whole falsetto range and how that can. Hmm. Well, that was innovative, know, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, and, and, that, that, and that can you know, that popular can, falsetto. Sort yeah, of. and that can that can hold a song together, whereas you know that would have been unheard of at some point. Are you kidding me? I mean, again, again goes back to. Like, did they just sing like that, or was it was an accident? Cold, essentially, in the studio. Yeah, he was. He had, he had an accident. He had an accident. <laughs> Because they were around for quite a long time before this, you know, that aspect of their career evolved. Yeah, no, right? he he tried it in the studio one day, and, and everyone said, "Oh, let's let's do the song like that." You know, it was, mm. it was almost a joke or a bit of an experimentation, mm. and then then they said, "Oh, let's leave it." Yeah, and then then that became his voice for years later. Like, and, and the other guys could harmonise with that, and yeah, and off yeah. they went. Because it's not only falsetto; it's vibrato and falsetto as well, yeah. which mm. is yeah, just yeah. like wow. Okay, yeah. Just beat, the, well, they just beat the Beatles. So there it is. Well done. Oh, the Bee Gees yeah. win. 
Beatles Swift. That's it. Surprise. Put the band in the Bob Dylan and everything. It's just the Beatles. Right. Well, I think it was. I think it was really worthwhile having a, a quick trek through to see if there's any contenders because you know we we picked these kind of at random, didn't we? we threw a list together. Mm. And like I scratched my head a bit today to think if there was anyone else, and I went yep. off the sales figures. Well, the only other band I could throw in would be the Who, but they just, yeah, seriously, they just don't quite have the. They don't quite. There's a few categories there where they just don't quite get there, but yeah, um, there is. There's plenty of other big bands that you could, you could put in. But yeah, but when you look at different categories, like you know, there's Aretha Franklin, there's yeah. Yeah. people like, like you said, James Brown. There's plenty of other, but they just there's just one gently yeah, looking at it. There's always a category where they just don't compete yeah you know well i think that's i think that's fair i think we've we've, we've given it our best shot let's put it that way yeah we've, we've, we've got a score that's like the best score of all the rest right and so that goes up against the beatles that's and right see so basically can it happen based on what we've just talked about and looking at the scores we've got bowie at 87.75 yes I like uh, that you're knocking that little point two two five off there are we, like that might come into play later on. <laughs> are we are we happy to say that essentially Bowie is the second greatest artist ever ready to take on the Beatles? Ever. What do you see, Bert? I'd say I'd say that uh, having gone through this process, we need someone like him to to have any chance of taking down the Beatles mm. well, and, look, and Ben's that's the big score, score you know. Yeah, yeah. that's the best. But also. Uh, Having gone through this process, I'm about ready to end it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just happy to just see how this plays out. Because what's really interesting is Bowie is an individual. He is. And the Beatles all individual. are a group. Oh. And so he so, gets you multiply by four? That's well, I think, yes. that's, I think we do something like that, sure. Because, you know, I mean, we're talking, I, mean, I mean, of course you're experimental when there's more than one of you. Yeah. Well, of course you are. I think you can see there's at least three Bowies. All right. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Movies. So we'll just take 10 points off the bills to start with and then it's a level playing field. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. That's like a handicap at all. Well, you reckon, Ali, are you ready to go Bowie Beatles? Sure. Final? I think basically let's have the Beatles versus the score. I think so that's so instead, of, instead of personalising it to, you know, Beatles versus Bowie right. um, or any other band that was near, you know, that score, just have them... Just have them beat the score. See it Can Beatles out. make yeah. ninety? Yeah. Can they make ninety? Okay. Can they make eighty? So what I what I'll do is Probably. I'll remind people, remind the listeners of our category. So we we judge on twenty points for commercial success and popularity, twenty points for experimentation and artistic influence, twenty for critical acclaim, twenty for career uh, progression and achievement, and twenty for uh, songsmithmanship and musicianship. Or the, or the other way around, musicianship and songsmithmanship. So I'm going to add a little twist into this no, final episode. A twist. Are we going right into twist. this? It's no, a twist. We're, we're going it's straight in. Like. It's oh, a twist. We're, we're, like. we're going gonna right in. So I'm going to start the Beatles at 20 for all of those categories, and you guys have to tell me, explain why they're not 20. We still get our own scores though, don't we? We just no. have to whittle yours down. A bit. You just need to explain. Yeah, you, well, you can give me a score. I'm just saying. You're coming in. At you need to ex- for everything. You need to explain to me, with good reason, why oh, with good reason. they're not twenty. Now are you the gatekeeper? Like, I mean, at the end of the <laughs> day, the who's I'll right be fair. I'll be fair. <laughs> so, um, Al, let's let's start with commercial success and popularity. Now, I'd love to hear an argument for someone to try and tell me how they're not a twenty for that. I'd okay. love to. I'd love to hear you say. I'd love to hear an argument before every character. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would love to hear. Okay, so uh, popularity. Uh, yeah. 
know, people have heard of them. Um, okay, and commercial success. Okay, so I think, I mean, it's undeniable what they are. And, let's, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'll remind people, I think we gave Michael Jackson 20. And I think even we gave a, few, a couple of people 20. I think Rolling Stones even, I think, got 20 or some pretty high. Yes, Rolling Stones got a 20. Uh, Michael Jackson got 20s by everybody. Everyone in the team here gave Michael Jackson 20s. So, so by not giving the Beatles 20, you're essentially well, saying a bit more they're not that. as popular as Michael Jackson or... Or the Rolling Stones. Well, and, and sorry, I read the world. Okay. I sorry, the world. Uh, two of us gave Elvis twenty for this category. Okay. Yeah, but this is a Beatles. Oh, yeah, that's right. You've <laughs> so got just it. go around. Yeah, okay. You so just four of them. Remember. So, and you have to be fair. Okay, I'll be. I'll be fair. I do like the Beatles. I'm not. You know. I know you like the Beatles. I'm just saying. If we, if we, if we, so the way, the reason I flipped it is because essentially, looking at the scores we've given other bands, yes, you can't say that the Beatles aren't as popular as Elvis, you know, or no. aren't as popular as Michael Jackson. Or, yes, they're know. phenomenally uh, uh, popular and successful, but I think it needs to be taken with a pinch of salt. It doesn't have to be a large one. But, um, so the, the Beatles, looking at the list I've got here, Sgt. Pepper's was their best-selling album, at 32, 32 million copies, and that was 1967. Hmm. They've sold between 800 and a billion album sales. I know, I know They're more than triple I know all the that. next. I, I know all that. But <laughs> if, we just, if we just yep. look at that one album, so, uh, and if we, well, even if we just say... All the studio albums, not you know, best ofs or whatever, were between the decade nineteen sixty to seventy. I know it, you know, it wasn't quite like that, but that was uh, fifty plus years ago. So if you were a very successful and they wrote great songs, if you didn't have album sales collectively over fifty years, um, there'd be something wrong with you. So I think if, like, if you looked at the one album, Sgt. Pepper's, what did I say, 30, 32 million? That wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have been their highest selling album. I wouldn't so, have uh, no, that's... Well, I think 32 million would include, that didn't include reissue sales, I'd be pretty sure. Well, if you look at, if you look at that time, so you've got that as 32, whether it's reissues or... Or not, and then you've got sort of Michael Jackson, 1987. So, 20 years difference. Michael Jackson sold more of that particular album than the Beatles did with an extra 20 years up their sleeve. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm saying is that you uh, you would also have to take into account that he's using maths. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's, what's what's that? not, that's what I'm seeing here. <laughs> is that, that the total number of sales for all of what mm -hmm. they've done has to be. Uh, uh, countermeasured a little bit by the fact that they've been around for so long. So, and and and, the, and surely there's also going to be something too about <clears throat> when when they were big, mm. uh, competition wasn't as crowded as it was no. when Michael Jackson, because no. potentially they saturated the media to the point because there was nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and and again in that in that time. The news was very limited, you know, so you you wouldn't get constant stream of information coming through about other things to talk about. It was like, well, they dominate 
Well, I mean, you could say the every same thing about early Elvis in the UK. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just, it just, it was a cultural phenomenon as much as it was yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a musical act, right? Yeah. But that's got to, but that's got to add to the, you know, everyone was a Beatles fan. Why? Because they didn't have much choice. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but so they were popular <laughs> by accident. <laughs> but I think, I think you're forgetting um, that they, they still sell and stream shitloads oh, yeah, yeah. against modern arts. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> but, but I think part so of you that can't compare well, across areas. Well, I'd also suggest, like, let, let's pick, let's pick the White Album. <laughs> Just okay. So, 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 Ben, how many copies of the White Album have you bought mm. of your lifetime? In my lifetime, yeah. I think I have six copies of White Album. <laughs> six copies. Okay. So, if we divide all the sales figures by six, <laughs> I think we're looking at a niche you know, market. A niche market of all keen, keen fans. Beatles obsessive. What you and that's, and that's their worst album. Boosting the numbers. <laughs> that's right. How, who knows how many copies of uh, uh, Revolver he's got upstairs? Probably got fifteen or something like that. So, what you're saying is those numbers are, infl- are, are, are inflated. Yeah. yeah. Because. Of these niche of characters out there, just... well, if you, if you think about like in the, like in my lifetime, the most popular formats we've had record, tape, CD, and then it goes digital and it all turns to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the Beatles released stuff, you would have had their albums on what maybe eight track as a possibility. Some says, "Great, I got eight track," and it's like, oh. Fuck, well, now, you know, I can't play that anymore. So I'll buy the LP. Oh, now I can't play that anymore. Actually, oh, now my car has a tape player. I'm going to get a tape of it. No, no, no. no. I'm going to get a CD. And then for the sake of diffusing the issue, where they say, we're going to slip in the original artwork and here's some some crappy, you know. Here's Paul making some funny farting noises (laughs) in the background. All right. So, okay. But based on your logic, (laughs) based on your logic, you're saying that they've they've had an extra X amount of years to sell. Over, over someone like Michael Jackson or a modern artist yes. or, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, and plus you've got you're, you're basically you're ignoring the fact that they are still selling shitloads of records. Well, that, that, that's but uh, I would let's think. compare them. Let's compare them to Rolling Stones. They're contemporaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, Rolling Stones but, themselves compared to Beatles. But, but I think the Beatles wrote better songs. Sure. So, so I'm not. But you gave the Rolling Stones twenty. So is Beatles twenty? I didn't give them twenty. You didn't give them twenty. No. Um, did you give them? I think you gave them like eighteen. So, so, so we'll can, give them an potentially, potentially we can take a <laughs> point, point two five off. I think that'll get us somewhere in the. We'll take yeah. two. So, so I'll say eighteen. Eighteen, Kev, where are you? A twenty. I'm a twenty. I'm a twenty. <laughs> Officer. All right. So you, the next you, category. Are you really at eighteen? You work for those. You work for yeah. the two points. It's you? on record. Oh, so. yeah, well I'll, I'll give them eighteen. Well played. Wow. I think there are just too many Beatles. Tragics buying multiple copies. Wow. So, yeah, I think that's the truth. Yeah, I'm just not, too afraid to see it and see if someone uh, kills me on the way home. You forget, you're forgetting, you're not factoring in the, the, the fact that people in the day had to lay out cold hard cash for records. Nowadays, it's still streaming and, and whatever that you're not paying for. So For the next two months. So you're saying it's even, even, it's even, yeah, even sloppier. These I'm days. saying their album People sales really should can. count way more than streaming sales because you don't, there's no investment from you for streaming, whereas you've had to actually yes. lay out cash for records and things like that. All right, so the next category is, um, what is it? Artistic influence and... Experimentation. And ex- experimentation, artistic influence. So we'll start with you again, Al. <laughs> Where are you at? All right. Are you guys tag teaming just being nasty? Is that what, is that what this episode's about? You know about us. Good, good cop, bad cop. 
Okay, so what do we have? Artistic uh, influence. Experimentation, experimentation artistic, artistic influence. influence. It's only the one we've been talking about, about you know, yeah. every, each of these episodes. They're the same each time? Okay, artistic influence um, at the time. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I'm trying to think of recent artists. Every recent artist says the Beatles as an influence. But, Ed the, but, but does it sound cool? You know? Does it sound Beatlish? It's it's influence. It's doesn't say it has to. It's not a cover band. It's not the most cover band. Take your point. But take your point. Oasis heavily. Well, the thing is, like they said, heavily I've often thought the there was a slight resemblance between Oasis tracks. And I don't. Have you ever picked up on that? I I actually don't see it. No, I've got so much no. resemblance. Like I know they crapped on about it. So what about what about uh, Tame Impala? I haven't heard enough to comment. Yeah, okay. but, but we're not, what about... Uh, uh, we're not even saying cover bands. But Tears Fears have some... ELO. You just sort of sit there and well, go... ELO, yeah, so it's a huge one. Um, um, but you're talking about bands that are... Not, it doesn't mean you have to be in the same style. Like We're talking about influence. But there's also, and I think this applies to every band, is the band that you say you're influenced by and it's the band that you actually sound more like which reveals that you're more heavily influenced by them. I mean, you could sit there and say, oh, you know, Madonna really influenced me, and that's why Just I Just about every artist from the, from who saw the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show says that's the reason they went out the next day and bought a guitar and wanted to be in a rock band. Not Frank Zappa. Zappa, <laughs> Zappa was heavily influenced by the Beatles. Heavily. He was not. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He, did, he didn't, like, for the bit that I've read, he's on record saying he thought Revolver was the best album mm-hmm. of 1966. I'm not saying he liked it, but he was heavily influenced by what they were doing. He was, he was doing crazier shit before them. Okay. It, it, that's no, one, no, but that's one, the thing. One guy. Like, no, but it's, no, but I'm saying <laughs> there's an example. It's like he is a... Sure. Uh, so uh, uh, for a phenomenal artist in his own right. I'm, not, su- I'm not suggesting hey, every single like. artist yeah. ever born was influenced by the Beatles. Yeah, but, but I, you, I would. You want to? Well, the thing is, <laughs> no, no, well, 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 partly it's like I know there are definitely bands that are influenced, and, and I will give them a high score for that part. But it's more uh, I, like looking at it. I just think they were too uh, unique in some of the things that they did for people to uh, uh, replicate in that sense. Like, you can be influenced and go, wow, you know, I loved what they did, or, you know, I love the sound that they got on that album, or I like, you know, the way that they, you know, used that instrument with that instrument, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But so much of what they did was just odd in a good sense that even if you were influenced, I don't know if you'd be able to pull it off. Yeah, so, so I disagree because there's, and again, when you listen to interviews from countless you know, famous musicians, they say that, I mean, firstly, the Beatles were the first model of a rock band as we know it, as, a, as we know it now in a modern era. They were the first people who didn't have a front person and a band. You know, it wasn't oh, Buddy yeah. Holly and the Crickets and all no, that in sort the, of in the, in the 50s, there were stacks. There were stacks. There was, they are the first band that is a band and there's no front person and they're writing their own music. So if I give you one counterexample, would that be yeah. enough? If, okay. it's, if it's a very popular band. But, but <laughs> because isn't the point though, and I think, who play, I think Ben's they sort play, of played their own instruments, there, was, there wasn't a front person, they wrote their own songs and had what, what we think of today as, as, a, as a modern band structure, you know, a drummer, 
yeah. bass, you know, guitars, whatever. Um, so even that, so many people were influenced by the fact that, oh, I don't have to be, you know, Elvis, we have Elvis's looks to be an artist. Beach Boys. I, I can get a couple of guys together. Beach Boys are a vocal group. No, but they're still a band. You might as well say The Temptations of the Fourth Season. <laughs> no, no, they're still a band. 1962. <laughs> Beatles were formed before then. Safari. No, no, but they, Beatles, this is, Beatles were around before 1962. Yes, but who was listening to them, apart from people in Hamburg? <laughs> who was listening to them? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm yeah. serious. It's not, it's not like Love Me Boys. Do comes out in 62. Yes, but the Beach Boys had Surf and Safari in 1962 yeah, as well. as a vocal group. I think they played their own instruments as well. But, but hang on, aren't we getting hung up on a no, no, tiny technicality? Because because in the end... You've got to give old credit for trying here. Right? <laughs> and that's okay, isn't it? It's Otherwise you could just go, yeah, yeah, man, what, 20 for him? We said Elvis got 20 for no, this. this is good. I want, I want yeah, the exactly, arguments, exactly. but... So, so, my heart's off because you're trying, okay? Because <laughs> it, 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 it does have to be tiny, tiny grains of sand against, you know, oh, yeah, overwhelming, yeah. <laughs> overwhelmingly influential and incredibly creative yeah. group, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just about grading off a little bit to see if there's anything other than perfection there, right? And there <laughs> are right. there are mitigating factors. There are the fact that you know we touched on before that they were out the there. The shadows. <laughs> the shadows. The shadows. They didn't sing. They're the instrumental group. <laughs> oh, you're going to go from a vocal group to an instrumental group. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think. Them. I don't think you could legitimately say they were the first rock and roll band, but you can say they were the first band to get worldwide acclaim or even. You know that level of notoriety as that format they popularized. But name that, the, the Rogers brothers. Name me another rock and roll. <laughs> but they played instruments. But I think I think I yeah. think Kev's got the Kev's got the the thing there, which is you may not be the first, but you popularize it, right? So yeah, yeah. there's every potential that there was some shitty band somewhere who who yeah, had exactly the same format, and they and they oh, weren't popular, and therefore it was like, well, other than being first. In line, who cares? Because in my head, yes, um, there's the Indian influence in their music at some mm. point, right? Were they the first band? Probably not. In fact, mm-hmm. you probably go back through, as you will, at some point, and find some random band who did it before them. But they're the ones who made it popular. Therefore, who's doing it on a popular record? They're, they're, yeah, they're taking it and 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 and. I'm not saying stealing the recognition for it, but they're but they they can make it work. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's that's the thing. There are lots of uh, sorry, is innovation in this category as well, mm-hmm. right? Experiment, um, experimentation and artistic influence. Okay, because um, well, <laughs> that's the thing. Like you know, it, it is it is a huge uh, legacy. Yes, to, yeah, to look yeah, at to try and scratch. Yeah, but you know, when I've been digging around, saying you know. Why were the Beatles so great? You know, tell me what you got. It comes up with stuff like the first concept album with Sgt. Peppers. Yeah. Which is not true. Um, you know, it was, a, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. the first one for a rock band, but it may not have even been that. It was the first one for the Beatles. Um, but there was stuff like first use of feedback, um, <clears throat> first uh, use of backmasking, in a song. Mm. Um, but, but okay, all right. So, 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 it, so again, again. Hold on, hold on. It gets better. Four track recording, um, close miking of instruments. 
that was you know up there as well. Sure. Um, <laughs> these are all so these are all innovations. They, they are all innovations. First album was printed tape lyrics. delay. Yes, they invented yes. the no. my studio engineers invented tape delay for the Beatles. Well, that's different, isn't it? If if we're saying the studio engineers <laughs> are the innovators, I'm more. No, no, I'm saying the Beatles are requesting things that that don't exist that that has to go out and be like created I, for them. I don't think it'd be all the Beatles saying I want close micing on this one. But, could you so, use could you use four tracks on this so, too? So get get to the point. So the before point we lose is, everyone in no, the room. No, no, no. So, so what I'm saying is that there are like for a, a huge bunch of what. Uh, on the interwebs is popularly ascribed to the Beatles as saying these were the first, these were the first, these were the first. Um, apart from deciding not to tour, all the first that I could find, someone else had done before them. On a popular record that sold. Well, that's that's the thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I can I completely agree. When you say popular record, it's just like yeah, 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 yeah. Not but all, but um, like you could say, you know, like this experimental music, like Stockhausen and and you know John Cage and that were doing things, but yeah, yeah. You know, McCartney was the first to bring that kind of thing, tape loops and different types of alternate, you know, oh, into a popular into record a popular, and make it yeah, actually yeah. sale. I think it's ballsy because of the group that the Beatles were in that it's just like what well, we could potentially alienate a whole yes. bunch of fans yeah, if we yeah. do this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a ballsy move, but I wouldn't put it down to musical genius. Because well, it's just yeah. like, well, it's the yeah, one thing yeah. to hear things but, and go, it's not about musical, how about I put a stick that in my song? The category's not musical genius, it's experimentation artistic influence. Well, that's, that's part of experimentation is to say, yeah, I mean, like I said before, Frank Zappa experimented far more than the Beatles did, but um, for a number of reasons, it wasn't a success. Hmm. So I think the, the genius in what the Beatles did was to say, well, that's a little unusual, let's us try it. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that that was, uh, that the idea originated with them. It's just They heard something that they liked and said, yeah. let's try that. And, and wouldn't that be the same with Bowie? Bowie's not, Bowie's not Bowie's inventing, not inventing no, 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 stuff. No. He's going, he's appropriating yeah. stuff and going, yeah. you know, uh, young Americans, I'm, I'm really exactly. dead yeah. sold, yeah. but yeah. let me put my little spin on it. Absolutely. And probably, you know, sold more soul records. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, in the process. Yeah. So, so you're right. So I, think I mean, it's the I same mean, thing in that way. I mean, uh, and and it's got to be the case too, isn't it? That that when you're in that the birth of rock and roll or, or the birth of birth of popular rock music, mm. there is more ability to to be experimental because not a lot has been done. The landscape yeah. isn't crowded nowadays. Who can invent stuff when it's all been done before, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I think yeah, you've got there is still there is still taking that to the masses and saying, can you dig this? 
you know, yeah. rather than going, let's continue to keep doing what we did. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, let's not look for, because because you can never say that anyone anyone isn't influenced by something. Yeah, yeah. That they absorb it and put I, it I think, I think Top Marks are putting out a variety of, yeah. of things, but anything that relies on, like, technical innovation, I think, you know, full credit has to go to the... The studio engineers as and, well. And you're right. If they're, and if they're requesting more, it's like when people go, you know, guitarists go to the to the manufacturer and go, I need this out of a guitar, I need that out of a guitar. Yeah, yeah. You can't but, just, like, it's them pushing for the universe. Like, they need a different sound. It's not like, you know. But there's one thing to say, and there's, uh, which, you know, does require imagination as well. Um, what other bands are going to the engineer going, I want this to to delay or I want this to, you know, have a, have a certain sound yeah. and, and you guys have to work out how to, you know, create that for us. Like well, that's, well, that's a visionary thing. Well, it also depends. They're not going to the engineers, well, what, what can it sound like? And the engineers go, well, it can be this or this. Okay, I'll take that. I think partly uh, it would have been, like for some things, I wouldn't say all things, but I can imagine there'd be some things that the engineers go, we got this new desk, look what it can do. They yeah. go, excellent, I want to use that uh, for this song and I want to yeah, use yeah. that for that song. Um, and that was the Merg synthesizer, right? Where McCartney said, yep, we'll put that. I love yeah. that. I love that and sounds it, really cool. I'm going to yeah. put it in my And it, even, even just, I think a lot of it would come back to money. I mean, there would have been, I'm sure, people being people, other musicians saying to a producer, I want it to sound like this, and producer going, get fucked. Yes. Because yeah. that's an extra 10 hours of studio time, which you can't afford. Um, but that, but only, that only comes from success. That was good. Yeah, answer. yeah, I know. That's been a question. It's based like, on a huge pop. So, you know. something I've been wondering about is: this, was there, were there ever a time where the Beatles weren't enormously popular for everything they did? Was there a dip? Was there anything? Because they always had that cushion, didn't they? It's like right from the early days, they brought out this massively successful pop music, huge mm. with the kids. They brought that fan base along with them, and the kids went with them every every step of the way, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they brought out one album and everyone went, oh, I don't know. So they were able to Maybe have the that. One album. <laughs> the experimentation they did was rewarded with success, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you would say. There wasn't. Um, well, they did a have moment. a peak and then they did drop. I think, was it Sergeant Pepper's? Well, I mean, that was the highest selling one. It's not like it ever plummeted, but I think it, it went down. For the length of their career, they were the biggest band on the planet. But like they, record after record, yeah, right? Yeah. So they, they, put ma- they managed to maintain. Obviously, played. they went through that, you know, the sort of teeny bop yeah. thing well, again. And then they became much, you know, more experimental and started to get more acclaim and, and, and sort of found a more uh, even distributed yeah. audience demographically. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I wouldn't say you can never match the success of their early years. Nobody, mm. nobody has, nobody ever will. You yeah. can't. So, so, when you, so when you call it a dip, <laughs> it's like trying to no, live no, up no. to... I'm saying the opposite. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying there was no dip. Yeah. What I'm saying is that every album it, they it, put out... It flattened out. Met yeah. with, went, met with yeah, yeah. massive success. But to the end their of their fans. career, it wasn't like... like mm. People were waiting, oh, what, what's the next Beatles album? It wasn't like, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, here's another Beatles album. Okay. Exactly. Right. Listen to exactly it, right. And that's what I'm getting at. And thank God they broke up, right? Because that potentially could have happened. Yeah. At some point, sure. You know? Because I think you look at someone like... Michael Jackson, who had that same problem of the mm. thriller came out and just smashed every record mm. and he could never beat it. Doesn't matter how good, you know, the mm. following albums were, he could just never beat that. For some reason, that was just, mm. it hit, it was at the right time. You so said before, there's maybe more um, fish in the sea at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, Be- yeah the Beatles, yeah. I'm not going to say, this is going to sound, I mean, 
don't kill me. But <laughs> I'm not going to say they were never tested, right? Because they rode through, and fair play to them, because they rode through that massive boy band success mm. and went and did something more interesting yeah. and brought the fan race with them, yeah. right? Yes. But when you say not tested, they their contemporaries were essentially some of the greatest bands that ever lived. Like you think about the bands oh, yeah. like yeah. the like the Beach Boys, Rolling the 60, Stones. The, the entire catalogue of 60s artists. Exactly. Dylan like, and, and, so, yeah. and this yeah. is the other thing you have to bear yeah. in mind. Like there are contemporary, it's not like, oh, they were in this era and they had no competition. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're competing in the in the they went in, there in the peak of, of... Which like, makes yeah. it unfair because they're, <laughs> they're using the competition then. Right. What? So Bob, Dil- Bob Dylan, you know, the comp- well, we better write better lyrics because Dylan's there, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you see, they were only good it. because Dylan he did was it. Exactly. Yeah. It was his. It was his fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so anyway, score. Okay. Can we get a score out of you? Uh, what are you? Well, what are you not giving it? <laughs> so what's the category? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm gonna give it. A, uh, I'll give them 19. Wow, 19. Okay. So well, that just to take a point off. So, so you. <laughs> oh, that's what what did he give Bowie? Just out of interest. Oh, okay. I'll have to go back through my... Let's not get, you know, all third Reich on this. No, no, I'm just curious. I'll go back to the the record. (laughs) I'm curious. What are you giving it, Kev? What are you you giving it? I'm giving it 18. 18? Yeah. So you're saying there's potentially quite a few bands more influential and experimental. No, no. You no, just leave the room for. I'm just saying that you know, there's there's bands that experiment more, and there's bands that have an influence okay. that's long lasting as well. So critical acclaim. Actually, I'm going to change. Uh, maybe ten and eight. You're going to change. I'm going to change to seventeen. <laughs> what? Why are you doing that for? What happened there? No, it's, it's, it's good because you brought me back to my original point that there are bands that were more experimental. So. Yeah. And more uh, influential. Don't forget, that's the other part of it. So I, I, I I'm very interested to hear who's the I more think oh, oh, I, get, I give them 10 for uh, 10 for influence 7 for experimentation yeah they were a rock and roll band the whole way through they were hacks hacks <laughs> <laughs> so critical claim what are you giving them for that Al? Uh, what's the other part of it or is it just, it's just critical claim. just critical claim straight okay. up oh 20 that was a short argument. <laughs> yep. 19 for me. 19. I'm sitting at 20 at this stage. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no one's got anything to say. Well, that was quick. Career was achievement. Uh, sorry, career Could progression. Going to mark them down for help. Career, <laughs> career progression and achievement. Well, they didn't last very long, did they? No. And they never really achieved much. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, half well, of it's them. A it's a 10 year, yeah, essentially a 10 year career. Oh, that's pretty, yeah. Well, that I think makes, we that just makes it all the more that makes all the more impressive, really, doesn't it? Oh, so, that. Okay, so we're talking about a six-year career. Yeah, six years. Yeah. No, no. Why are you doing that? No. Well, I, that, that's because he's I talking, mean, an album. He's, he's come from album down. Yeah, an album like Mark's a definite. We are here. I guess singles you could do as well, but I guess in those days they followed closely. Uh, up with an album after a single because you've got but, some bands it's just like oh we started when we were 14 mate I mean are we going back to the quarry men yeah type of thing so that's fine so let's go let's go with a six seven year career if that's what you want to face you probably just dug yourself a hole you realise don't you <laughs> because <laughs> because at some point it's like what other band over that pe- over that period a short period that short period had yeah. the same amount of success because oh. you know I mean I know Hendrix I don't even think it lasted that long, right? No. Nowhere near that. No. I'm giving them a five. 
<laughs> Come on, I've got to drag the score down somehow. Career progression. Oh, sorry, critical claim. Critical oh, no, we've already done that. Career progression and achievement. Career progression and achievement. Kev? <laughs> do you want that? I think I've skipped a category. We're... <laughs> Did we really do critical acclaim? Yeah, you gave it a 20. Yes. No, no, no. No, you gave it a 19. Sorry, 19, you're right. All right, okay. So now we're on career progression, career progression. and achievement. Do I just put you down for 17 now? <laughs> I think it's hard to see... see You've got, to, you've got to find a band Kev's who takes Kev's point more of each album and just built and more achievement and built and built. Yeah. So that, and, and if you're going to take a career, that's your yeah. career from album to album. Then that's right. Because well, that's that's, that's, forward, no, that's what we judge Hendrix on. First forward didn't really progress that much. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but aren't you looking like at like rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll? But aren't you looking at three Calm banners tonight. I feel like when we leave, he's going to go into the bike bathroom and just yeah. smash stuff off. But what you're forgetting, Al, is those first four albums were like in the first two years. I know. Of a six, seven year career. That, that's the thing. So, Mind you, the first album was only, what, a quarter written by then? No. Yeah. It was half written by, at least half. No. Yeah. No. There was about, I think it was five. Uh, Cut Beatles. Yeah. Thank but hang on, you can't get into that. Either. Hey, you, you, yeah. you, you suddenly start so you're going to discount covers. anyone who's covered <laughs> because you've just you've just squashed majority. Uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> out of Dylan's you know first couple, he did heaps of traditional. I know. Uh, Woody Guthrie as well. As well. Um, eight out of fourteen songs were uh, were original. Eight out of fourteen. I, okay. I take it back. Um, That's a little six, under. So there was six. I said five. There was six. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, I'm not a mathematician, but I think that was about three quarters. Anyway, first album with the printed <laughs> lyrics was not Sergeant Peppers. Uh, Any number of albums, including Lord Melody, Calypso Through the Looking Glass in 1965. Oh, wow. Well, there we go. And that's one of the big songs. Mitch Miller and the Gang, a holiday sing along with Mitch. <laughs> Wow. Well, can't sing along with Mitch. can't sing along with our lyrics. That's the clue in the team. Anyway, anyway, career progression now? Okay. Okay. Um, You know, is it 14 it's or 15? Hard to, it's hard to knock them down, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, a slow start, but I think they picked up 14. Um, Come on, put your balls on the line. What are you giving them? Uh, yeah, I'll say 20. Oh, that, you can tell I just hurt. <laughs> that hurt inside. <laughs> Kev, where are you? 19. 19. <laughs> It's just the same score over and over again. All right. I'm and yeah. we're going for the final category, which is song smith, um, musicianship and songsmithmanship. Oh, fucking. Well, but I think I think musicianship is potentially where... But basically a studio mm. band, weren't we? The, because, all the songs were because, written for them. I mean... Um, uh, <laughs> Our boy man. Uh, Land's got a good voice. One of the great rock voices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, McCartney's a hack. <laughs> um, Lennon was a very was underrated rhythm guitarist. I think he was an underrated rhythm guitarist, but again, I don't think, you know, when I'm putting together my, my band, I don't think he's playing rhythm. And he's on, and he's on, and he plays keys, multi-instruments. Yeah. Who's that? Lennon. Yeah. He's a musician. Give him a, <laughs> give him a trombone. McCartney's a multi-instrumentalist. <laughs> One of the oh, great oh, rock yeah. voices. Yeah, I mean, I think McCartney on bass and, and, and even his ability. One of the great basses, one of the most innovative, greatest basses of all time. Yeah. No one ever played that again. Now, no, I know Ringo is a great feel drummer. Fantastic drummer, yeah. Yeah. 
But but it, but. Just let the ender kill him. Um. But there's better there's better drummers out there, right? Sure. Well, for for certain types of music. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'd pick him every day and you know twice on Sundays over someone like John Bonham we can't play more than once on Sunday you can't get stuck in a Bonham again this is not right <laughs> yeah, no, we can't drag them in. we've already done that one cake and eat it alright <laughs> <laughs> it's just got too much cake over there right now and look George Harrison oh, more yeah, than adequately yeah. play again he's not a, oh, he's, he's no Keith Richards musician. or whatever but great musician oh he's incredible and, yeah. and again when you when you think about it other than Ringo there's three awesome songwriters yep right and so. together, like that was that was what we said many times. Like someone virtuoso that you might see in another band. Like I don't know, off the top of my head, Brian May. Horrible, <laughs> horrible to listen to. Awful band. But you look at the Beatles, and they somehow brought you know all of those talented players together, and they didn't stand on each other, and they didn't really big note their own ability. It was never about here's the song where I do four minutes solo, mm. you know, it was never that. It was well, McCartney did a little bit of that. Yeah. Well, you sort of said yesterday, I'm, you know, no one else but me, you know. Yeah, well, that's different. That's a, you know, that's a piano ballad. That's like, fair enough, go for it. I mean, he's written an incredible record there. Like, we are. Ah, song smithmanship. Can they write a song? Oh, no. I don't think you can argue with it, the fact they can write a song. I think it has to be 20 for this one. L. I think the musicianship drags him down a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, song, songwriting. Yeah, can't. Well, I can't fault them. But I think they did right. We just don't have the time well. for you to lay well, out that <laughs> If you want to see Liverpool, did right? other bands? I mean, other bands in Liverpool. Did other bands write a collection of better songs over their career? That's what you look <coughs> like. Think about if you were to take greatest hits from only, other bands. Only the fall, mm. really. Only the fall. Yeah, of course. <laughs> If you're taking greatest hits, okay, so the Beatles, yeah. like I have this rule and, we've, and I'd love to explore it in another episode. I rate bands by their greatest hits album and it goes from this scale, right? You've got bands that have... So you've like, got more categories in your head than this. No, no, I'm just saying, no, this, this is, is a, only one of many categories. Yeah, yeah, this is a different way to rate bands, right? What sort of greatest hits album can they put out, right? right? So it goes from, there's two songs that people know and the rest is filler yes. on, a, you know, on a single, on a disc. There's... A f- there's like a half maybe there's a half a dozen songs that yeah. people know yeah. and the rest is filler on a disc then you have bands who can fill a disc of all songs which are considered you, yeah you would, might have heard it. they might have been massive hits but you might have heard them on the radio and you'd know them whatever yeah. you've then got bands that can fill two discs yeah. right very few bands can fill two discs of, of solid songs that everyone knows, everyone knows on the radio whatever. Yeah. the Beatles have their most popular greatest hits albums, the Red and Blue albums, a four-disc set. Uh-huh. And on that album, the, the songs that aren't on that album, there's like this whole list and that would fill another two, three-disc album, you know, four-disc album for any other band, essentially, yeah. of, of hits. Yeah, I remember that you're a massive Beatles fan. <laughs> sure. And it's 2000. I can name you some of the songs and you'd be <laughs> yeah. shocked that they're not on the, the greatest Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> no, but I'm genuinely interested because this yeah, is yeah. maybe a cut-off point where sure. I'm like... So Prove let me, me wrong. Let me pull up my list. Maxwell Silverhammer. You guys, you guys keep going with <laughs> your story. Tell, tell me, Maxwell Silverhammer wasn't on there. Revolution Nine. <laughs> That's on your <laughs> up there is a, a top of the pops. I love the hammer. 
Here comes the hammer. Well, of course, the greatest hits, the greatest, greatest hits album of all time, apparently, is uh, the Eagles' greatest hits. Yeah. So here, here's just here's some songs that here's just a few songs that aren't on the four four, the four discs. Well, well, I've even included the they released an album called One, which is all their number one hits, right? So yeah. this is songs that aren't on the number one record or aren't on that four disc greatest hits package. So this is um, this is six sides of LP. Yeah. And, and these are the songs that don't even make that. Right. All right. So we've got things like I Saw Her Standing There, <laughs> I Want to Be Your Man, which they gave to the Stones, mm. uh, It Won't Be Long, Thank You Girl, Babies in Black, I Should Have Known Better, I'll Be On My Way, I'll Follow the Sun, She's a Woman, Classic, okay, stop. The, Things think, We Said Today. Hang on, hang on. I think, yeah. I think eight of the ten that you mentioned, I don't know well enough to go, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah, but if you heard them, you'd know. Like, you might know the name when I'm reading them off. If I played you the first couple of bars, you'd, you'd know. Right, like, go on, uh, play, 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 play. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if I needed someone. I only right? got two, two song, of those titles. Which became yeah. a big song for the Hollies. Uh, Night Before, You're Gonna Lose That Girl. You can't just read them and, and I'm agreeing with you, right? That's not the case. No, 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 no. I'm, no, just, no. I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing I, them out I there. Need you two can... of those, right? Sure. You first, you first read it. Yeah. But that, I take your point. That's after five records. Okay, or, yeah. or four. So, so, but like Good Day or Sunshine, Taxman. Got to get you into my yeah. life. Yeah. All right. Benefit of Mr. Kite, lovely reader. When I'm 64, birthday. It's not any of those things. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bulldog, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow never knows. It's know? all too what? much. What? What? It's That's all too much. Song. Helter Skelter. Yeah. Rain. All right. Oh, what? Yeah. These are songs that aren't. And then the greatest hits, I'm Down, I'm a Loser, Golden Slummers, Dear You're Prudence. Right, ben. You're right. Dear Prudence. <laughs> Blackbird. You like the Beatles. Blackbird. Blackbird. Blackbird why isn't Blackbird on? This is yeah. what I'm saying. But this is, this, you know, what else is there? Happiness is Warm Gun. I'm sure you probably don't give a shit about that. Not no, really. no, no. I love that. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, You're a Rich Man, Two of Us. Yeah, yeah. one of the great songs. So there's, that's like, I've just read out nearly 50 songs that would be greatest hits for any other act. Still so. the hyperbole, man. You're just like destroying your own argument. <laughs> <laughs> you made a very good point. You don't need to leak. Right. Okay, so we are now waiting for a number from Kev. What for? No, you can't take oh, oh, 20. Oh, waiting, on you, waiting on you. Yes. Uh, category again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Song Smithmanship and Musicianship. Okay. You said they're so like musicianship. Let down musicianship. Songwriting. They're pretty poor. It's not just, it's not only that they wrote uh, a collection of awesome songs, but they also wrote some shit too. So I, in my head, I'm just trying to balance up. Is it like I'd a love third, to, I'd love to hear the shit. I'd love to hear what you think of the shit oh, songs. We went through the White Album. Do I need to do, do it again? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think. Like, just say Obladi, Oblada. Oh, I love that song. See, oh, that's, right. that's why you're weird. That's why you're just weird. But and no. You've shot yourself in the foot because, later, because earlier on when we had dinner, you actually liked Rod Stewart. So yeah. let's just I, put that out there. Come on. You put that out there. I asked you not to bring that up in public. Credibility is shot. Kev, no, no, credibility is no, no, shot just after this episode. Was anyway. that a physical thing or is <laughs> he talking about music there? Anyway, no, sorry, sorry. I just love the beat. What, what are you here? And that was just one song, Brett. Just one song. Yeah, okay? sure. It's, sure. it's a strong You're a closet rod. rod lover. You're a closet rod lover. I love my rod. Um, okay, so what, give, me, give me a number. Give me a figure. <clears throat> you, you're potentially saying both categories, you're going to bring them down a bit. Yeah. So okay. what's your number? It's 17. And I need to know what he gave Bowie for that. <laughs> I need. He matched. So you're saying that they're both equal on musicianship and songsmithmanship. They're equal to Bowie. 
Absolutely. Wow. All four of them. There goes your Yeah, all four of them. There goes your No, no, no. You got, you, got the Hang on. you got George Martin thrown in there as well, <laughs> who was actually doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So, you know, Bowie versus five guys. Five you know. guys. Okay, good. They, they're doing well with So, uh, what's the result? I feel like this, you know, like, because I mean, this is this is a. Hey, I would like to say one thing. Would you? Uh, maybe I should drop the score down on song and song smithsmanship. Is that they're appalling and musicianship. Appalling. They're appalling at jazz. At and jazz. Yeah. <laughs> they they couldn't do big band for shit. Right. Okay. Um, they, they weren't very good at Motown. Got go you know, You've got. R&B. Have you heard? Got to get you into my life. <laughs> one song. I was alone, I took a ride, I didn't know what I would find there Another road where maybe I could see another kind of mind there Ooh, then I suddenly see you Ooh, did I tell you I need you Every single day of my life Is that it? I think it's a good thing to be bad at jazz if you're a pop. No, <laughs> they you. couldn't do traditional. They couldn't do improv. Couldn't. You know. do. Oh God. <laughs> well, I'm glad you put that. Okay. Hip hop. That was shit. Uh, so after many episodes and many discussions and heated discussions, uh, and Ben creating a score, sorry, a, a, a matrix of scores that would eventually lead the Beatles to win. <laughs> surprise, surprise! They won. What? What was their final score? Recount. Their final score. <laughs> do that again. Was 97. Oh. 97? 97. Are you sure? Yeah, that can't be right, because didn't you give... I know, because oh, I averaged it out. Yeah, yeah, I averaged yeah, it all yeah. out. Okay. We it's got, all We got 19.5. Uh, yeah. was, was for uh, popularity and commercial success, 18.75, yep. blah, blah, blah. In the end, sounds exactly we, right. ma- you man- we managed to get him down three points and that's it. Yes. That's perfect. Hey, it wasn't just me. Kev did, right. Kev did some of the heavy lifting as well. Sure. And we'd love to hear from the audience if they think we've missed a very important band or if they think we've you know misjudged one of the bands we have mentioned un- you know, like, clearly like the or unfairly. We didn't me- mention the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. With, the, with like the best the Eagles, selling album. Greatest hits. Sure. Greatest yeah. hits. We already said that doesn't count, but yeah, sure. Can I just say I've really enjoyed doing this? Um, really enjoyed assigning you know numerical values <laughs> uh, to every single act. It's been very interesting. I can't wait to stop doing it. Yes, <laughs> I, I can't wait till Ben invents some other matrix yeah. in which we uh, can discuss. Well, he's already, he's already just wait for the next one. The greatest hits in categories that you've uh-huh. got stacked in exactly. his head. So can, um, can 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 we look at poetry next poetry. and and put it on a graph? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up there. And uh, I would just also mention that we're going to take a, a short hiatus for yes. a few weeks, maybe three or four weeks, and then we'll be back with more fun and excitement with uh, Lords of Loud. So tune in again when uh, when we're back online. What's a hiatus? It's a pop line. It's like a hernia. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com, and also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Lords of Loud. Thanks for listening.